Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Mark Lewis. Coach Lewis is the assistant coach with the Wichita State Shockers and has been involved with the program for over 20 years. Coach Lewis, I want to thank you for joining us today. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, Coach, uh, our first interview that myself and Coach K. Steve Klumpkin did was with Coach V at uh, University of Wichita State. And now we thought we'd get you on to talk about some of the uh, Shocker Bowling and Shocker Nation, as Steve likes to put it. Um, let's talk about some of the success that you guys have had there and talk about what you think is kind of the, uh, the secret to your success, if, if you can divulge some of those uh, little nuggets for our listeners here. Yeah, you know, there are, uh, you know, hidden secrets, you know, packed away. No, a lot of it is just, uh, <clears throat> just kind of no substitute for experience. Just you know, when you're, you know, been here for a, a long time, been on a long run here with a lot of experience with both, uh, Coach Beck and, and myself. So it makes it, uh, you kind of learn from some of those things, obviously, and you get a chance to, to kind of build on either mistakes that happened before or kind of just get a chance to, to look with 2020 hindsight each year and, Okay, how do we make this next year better? And you kind of you know, able to learn from those. And so, fortunately, we've been around long enough to be able to to do some of that. So that that helps a lot. And that's always the process is trying to you know always look at everything. How can we get better? What, what else can we do to get better and improve? And, and obviously, that's the stuff we're trying to to build into the, into the players themselves. But uh, I mean, as coaches and as a program, I think we definitely try and do that and have done that for you know all the time we've been here. I can share just a little bit of that, uh, Coach Lewis. I remember when I went there, um, and I'm going back quite a few, quite a few years now, as you know. <laughs> oh, just a couple and, years uh, ago. Just a couple years ago. And I remember, though, you yeah. know, you know, thinking at that time that, you know, I was, I was pretty accomplished, but I knew that there was, you know, more to know in our sport and was looking forward to, to learning some more stuff in Wichita. And I remember we got there and, uh, you know, the first week we're down there on the lanes and, and, uh, like, okay, we're, uh, you know, this week we're going to work on timing. You know, I remember thinking like, ah, timing, wait a minute, I already, I already know about timing. You know, like I know what that means and what that is. But, and then the next week, like, okay, we're going to work on our release. And I'm like, wait a second, I know how to, you know, adjust my release. Like, I know this stuff already. You know, I, I remember thinking that. And it's like, wait a second, after you go through it a few months, it's like, you know, bowling kind of really is is the basics and understanding and knowing all the different adjustments. But when to use them, how to use them, and how to combine them, and and all the stuff with lane play you guys taught me was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, a, one of the processes. I mean, like the, the other kind of advantage we've had is just being able to have our our own facility, and so we're able to definitely change up conditions and do things you know, through practices on a, on a pretty daily basis that, that uh, the players in the program are, are not they're not out there on something softer. They're out on, some, on stuff that's pretty hard on a continual basis the whole time, I mean, it's rare if there's anything uh, even close to something that's a you know, even a blended condition. And stuff is you know trying to make it be very hard, and that's even you know probably more the case now than, than even back in your time, Steve. So it's a definitely so that's that's one of the things that obviously if you're you can practice on stuff that's even harder than what you're going to go compete on, then uh, you get to tournament conditions. Those uh, those feel pretty easy uh, after a while. Well, and Coach Lewis, as you know, we had Matt McNeil on 
probably a couple months back. Of course, this is Matt's first year bowling with uh, with you guys down there in Wichita. And one of the things that stuck out to me in this interview was how Matt had said that he has learned more in this one year of bowling with you guys at Wichita State than he learned his entire year bowling. Now, that's coming from a guy who has USBC Eagles and has been a very accomplished bowler, team bowler, singles bowler, etc. So what are your thoughts when someone that you hear who's on your team, someone like a, a Matt McNeil who's that accomplished, when he says something like that, yeah, well, a lot of that comes into play where, I mean, that's nice of, of, uh, of Matt to say that. And, uh, of course, he's, he's probably, you know, he's, he's still in a program. So, Steve, you probably understand he's, he's, he's making sure he's, uh, he's, uh, buttering the bread properly. So he's trying to make sure, make us feel good. So just to help himself. No, but, um, it's a, it's a process of, I mean, what typically happens. I mean, each player, even, you know, Steve, guys that come in with, with, uh, at, at a pretty high level, Know what they do, and this is how I do things. This is what I do, and I've, I've either how I think through ways, or how I how I see adjustments, how I see the lane my way, and and, and oftentimes with, with blinders, maybe this is what I, I see what works for me, and you get a chance to expose them to not only what what us as coaches have seen with lots of years of experience and using that information, but also just you know you're you're into an area and into a program with a lot of very talented players and you're able to feed off of that. Like like any you know high level sports program, you're you're gonna come into a, a pretty you know challenging environment as far as just competitively to be able to, to fight for playing time and everything else. But you're at a high level so you you just that learning, you know, it happens with, amongst the players, you know, in the program with the coaches. It's just that the you're able to kind of start to see things and in, in, with different perspectives because you've got uh other people and what they bring to the table and it may not match what you were doing. And so you get a chance to, well, I can try some of that. I can you know, sample a little bit of this. And, you know, it's a, it's a big, you know, big buffet line. You know, you get a chance to try a lot of different things and a lot of different uh, ways of doing things, ball changes and how you might match up to a certain condition, what changes you might do, what your, what your normal versatility skill set might be. Uh, you might, you're just going to broaden that and you may start to look at some things a little differently. And so it's a, it's just the environment, I think, in the program that we, we've tried to set up and, and and just kind of helps that flurry. So it's not just what coaches are going to be saying, but it's just trying to, in that environment with everybody, it just makes it a, a very strong learning environment. Yeah, I like I like how you mentioned that. you got to be open to new perspectives. That's, that's definitely definitely a key to success. Hey, now, you've been a uh, assistant coach there at Wichita State since 1999, and I, I think you were recently named Coach of the Year now for the second straight year. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Second straight year. I know you probably don't want to pat yourself on the back too much, but you know, I mean, what is it? What does it feel like to win such a prestigious award? Well, it's you know, it's obviously it's humbling. It was a, it's a great honor because it's recognized by the by your peers, by the other coaches. Uh, but really, it's you know, it's a it's a team effort, like everything. You know, you know, like individual accomplishments are are things that are really earned through a team, and it's just a you know, the whole program here is a, is a team process. With what we do and how we how we coach, but even especially this year with uh, you know, just partially simply boat added in there, we just want all of uh, just personal things, personal issues for for me this year, uh, and it's, it's even more of a team deal trying to rely more on what the coach Vatican can try and do, and, and the help of guys like Nathan Bohr and, and Rick Steelsmith that we fortunate to have in in the area, and, and former players that have stayed around the program that. I've been able to help and, and kind of fill in fill in for me for you know, a lot of the first part of the year, which is just kind of 
you know, allowed those things to happen. So it's just, you know, Coach of the Year is one, you know, given to one person, but really it was a, especially this year, more than anything, is it was a, such a team effort and such a, you know, just with a lot of help from a lot of people. So, Coach, the story came out earlier this week regarding the PBA players and how they have their banners and how they decided on the color. And the one thing that stuck out at me was Sean Rash and Chris Barnes both said they chose their colors, the black and gold, because of Wichita State. So what, is, what does that mean when you see something like that, that you guys have left that big of an impact still on, on bowlers that are bowling successfully on the PBA Tour? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a nice honor. I know it's, a, it's also with, the, with those guys and different you know, people out there with the you – know, Jake, Jake Peters as well, and, uh, just, uh, they, they've done a nice job. Like, it's, uh, our alumni that are, that are out there on tour, on tour, and, and, uh, still with a lot of, a lot of heartfelt, uh, feelings for, for our program and the time they had here and, and for them to, to, to do that. And, you know, you know, part of that is they've, uh, they've been in the, in, in, in black and yellow colors for a long time, so they're kind of used to, used to seeing that. And I know a lot of them also do a great job with that with, uh, you know, even you know, uniform sides and stuff like that for them to be able to play in. So it's a, it's a obviously great, great to see and uh, just very comforting to, you know, from their side. Hey, we're still, we're still bowling for for Wichita State. You know, even though we're out here, but they they're, they've just been great ambassadors and representatives of uh, our program and and the, and the university here, at Wichita State. And you and you guys just had some pretty outstanding finishes as well in Reno at the intercollegiate singles championships. I think you had a had a a, a win on the men's side and the runner up finish on the on the women's. Yeah, it was a it was a great event in the singles. It's a it's a nice event too, just the way it's run. I mean, kind of a it's kind of grown out of the old ACUI individual you know events that were around back in your time, Steve. And it goes back for a lot of years, you know, back to you know Mike Jazz now some of those guys. So, but uh, it's a it's a nice event, and the way it's held and in the match play format, and to now get it to where uh, televised event, and you get uh, you know, Francois Lavoie, you know, just a it is a great event. It was really just solid, and just was uh, uh, played great in both the both the semifinal and the final on television was great. And Tanya just had a you know kind of a snake bit where you know it's kind of tough to win when your opponents in the in the championship matches are averaging the two eighty nine and a half. For the last two years, and she, you know, 240. She's averaging like 240 for the last two years. That's just not enough. So, uh, but she's just she's had it's an unbelievable career. She's one of the probably one of the best you know, collegiate careers by a woman, almost by anybody. Who's, and that's saying a lot with all the players out there that have gone through mm. college bowling on the ladies' side. And she's just went with back-to-back collegiate player of the year. So she had just a great year, and and uh, the, the singles event just kind of was was tough. It was it was kind of. Uh, Double edge there, where she played so good, and all of our players. And we had just a great representation, and that was all. We had four four players on the ladies side to get into that, that event, and three on the guys that, that qualified in, and so well represented. Everybody played so good, but it was uh, you know, one of those things that you know, one game matches. You never know what's going to happen, but to, to still get get to the title match back to back years through all that field is a, a great accomplishment. So it was it was nice to see and. But the uh, you know, shows came off uh, really good. It's a quality, quality job that it's done and looks looked good. So it was just good for college bowling. So, Coach, the one question that myself and Coach Kerr constantly asked, 
is what can we do to get into this college? What can we do to get into that college? How can I catch the eye of this collegiate coach and assistant coach? So I'm going to ask you that question. What can someone do? What can a player in high school do to catch your eye, whether that be at junior gold, whether that be just at a at an association-type tournament, or whether that might even be, frankly, um, at the USBC Nationals, and maybe there's someone like a Matt McNeil who's going back to school. So what can someone do to catch Wichita State's eye? Well, it's a good question. It's... it's, it's uh Really, it's just recruiting in general, and I think it's it's more the trend, even in a lot of sports, but also definitely from our side. I mean, it's just it's a it's a challenge to trying to get out to see to see people and to see enough shots thrown and see enough you know, and and trying to see in, in multiple environments. I mean, that's uh, uh, very hard, if not impossible, you know, from our structure. I mean, when you've got the uh, the collegiate schedule, you know, is running through the entire season from, you know, from an October through through April. And that's the same time your high schools are competing or the same times that just, you know, where your league play is going on and other youth events that might be going on. It's just a challenge. And the junior gold is such a large event spread over multiple centers and multiple squads. There's no way to see everybody. There's no way to get, to get through to see that. So a lot of, a lot of our stuff is really, uh, it's either word of mouth things that happen. It's, it's our own players who who cross all different people and and, and, and recommending and talking to them and, and and bringing information back to us. But the main thing is is just people getting a hold of us, and we get we get probably ninety five percent of our recruiting is by players recruiting us, and very much less by what we actually we're going to go out and go look and find somebody. It's more you know. They're they're you know contacting us like with last year we probably over 200 uh, you know interest forms filled out for for people looking for information about the program and about the university uh, for the bowling program and that's a pretty typical almost on an annual basis and you get 50 60 kids just doing campus visits coming coming to see and try to ch- you know check with us and kind of and being here that, that uh, see the university see our place uh, Tasha Switchback and myself and so. It's more that way than it is us going to chase them. I mean, it's more about you know getting us information, you know, sending us you know DVD clips, getting stuff that's either posted online, places that we can look and see, you know, that you, so you get a chance to showcase your game. And that's kind of a pretty common thing for a lot of high school uh, recruiting process to with with any sport is trying to get do a lot of that on your own to get that out there and trying to to kind of sell yourself and say, here's this, this is what I've done, this is what's out there, here's my game. Get a chance to you know, show what you can do a little bit, and because we go, you go to a tournament somewhere, you're going to see them on one condition, and and is that really a true representation, good or bad? And maybe you know this is what I should naturally match up on this, and so I look great. But it's, it just happens to be the condition I maybe grew up on. You know, it's it's the uh, you know it's it's always got hair oil on it. It's not a problem. You know, Steve, we can you know, relate. Go back to say even though you know former team you know, team USA trials and things with the you happen to be on the wrong surface and the wrong time, and I, I, I don't naturally match up to this, but someone else might, and it's you know, so it's it's fool's gold at times. So it's, it's kind of tough to tell what you're seeing without more reps, more time, you know, more events, and you know, that uh, we really don't get a chance to do that. So it's it's more about players trying to you know show us what you got, Terry. You know, give us give us some stuff, send us a video, give us uh, information, and. And Jim, Jim will try to get want you to get here and, and see you live and, and come and visit our place and see what's uh, what's going on here. Now, what uh, you had mentioned before as well that you get the, you know you got assistance uh, from from 
great coaches and great bowlers like Nathan Bull, Rick Steele Smith as well. How do you guys break down, or, or maybe you don't, but uh, determine, you know, is, is there something you specialize on, for example? Like, is there are certain areas that you break down the coaches? Like, you have a coach for this aspect and a coach for the mental game and a coach for the lane play and a coach for equipment? Or do you, does everybody do a little bit of everything? How do you, how do you kind of split those roles up there as far as the coaching duties go? Yeah, I mean, you know, Gordon and I both kind of, you know, have, over a long period of time here, it works out works out better to try and to have some division so we can try and specialize a little bit so we can have have a focus. And we've done it for uh, quite a while now to where, uh, you know, Gordon will kind of focus on, on either the, the mental side and looking at, uh, you know, teamwork and leadership skills and, and mental game work and, and then, uh, you know, online physical game stuff is something that, that I'm going to focus on. I'll do stuff with uh, either handling practices and, and doing lessons with, with everybody that's on the selected team every week so that they get all that time in. And and so during the during the normal week here at school, you know, both of us are working with both teams. We're working with everybody. Everybody that's on the selected group, we're working with, you know, say all you know, twelve men and twelve women and he's gonna meet with all of them and I'm gonna you know, work with all of them on the lanes and so we're gonna you know kind of cross all of that to cover everybody, but when it comes time to competition, uh and we used to do a little bit where we would alternate back and forth from event to event and kind of taking turns. You know, I'd work with the men this, this tournament and, and then work with the women the next, and we kind of flip-flop. And just kind of found that it kind of lose some continuity. You'll lose some some history on what happened last event, what happened three events ago that we can pull back from with a player and go, you know, remember five events ago, remember back in the fall, you kind of did this and these adjustments were made and this is the kind of similar condition or, or service we're on and you can use that. But if you're kind of jumping back and forth, it's, it's tough to be able to do that. So it just makes more sense to when it comes to competition that we kind of, you know, separate and he focuses on with the, with the guys and I focus with the women. So it allows you to, to kind of learn through some experiences that you can then you know, be able to pull back and, and help use with the players uh, and at an event somewhere. We all remember the movie Rudy, and Rudy on the team wasn't the most gifted player, but he was the guy who worked his butt off the most, and he ended up playing in the final game and so on and so on. So who do you think has probably been that you can – what name or what bowler, male or female, comes to mind is they came into wow. your program, and they probably weren't the most gifted, but they just worked, and they were on the practicing, and they were really soaking everything in. Oh, Wow. Well, there's been a, there's been a few over the years that, that have definitely been in that role and happened a lot. And we've had uh, uh, probably one, you know, fairly recent is a guy by the name of Will Barnes, who didn't make our teams initially. And of course, you know, you go back far enough, you get to, you know, Chris Chris Barnes, other Barnes, but Chris Barnes, the Chris Barnes, didn't make a team either, you know, initially, and. and He's kind of gotten a little better since then, <laughs> but this, this, Will Barnes didn't didn't make the team. Uh, then the, you know, kind of then made our kind of developmental or JV team and had a little gets a little bit more experience. But this guy was you know great student, worked his butt off in the classroom, but just was worked and practiced and worked and practiced and made the selected team, made it to our, our, our first team, and actually was on you know, two of the teams that uh, won back to back to back. Titles and was throwing shots on television for national titles and, and and won national titles, won two of them, and was in that same kind of role and had guys like that. You get to go back to, to a Scott Howe you know, from the uh, the Northwest area that 
say his name was, he was on the lanes. He was probably on the lanes before we were in the office every day because he came in as soon as the doors were open and, and, and the rec center had to come down and bowl, he was there. Uh, and so he was the same thing and just worked his tail off to get, get better and to the point of, of, of getting to where he you know, makes junior team USA, you know, late in his, his time here and just got, just improved so much, but just, just a workhorse. And on the, on the latest side, probably a, a, a Bay from the, the Chicago area. Same thing. Didn't make, select the team, was on a developmental team, uh, actually go to the national tournament her first time as a junior. Didn't, didn't bowl most of the tournament, but, uh, you know, actually throwing practice balls and kind of, you know, burn shots on television had a look. And so she bowled in through three out of four strikes to win a title. Uh, just, you know, just kind of, just, but same thing, just, People that just, uh, you know, it's part of the things you, we can, you can talk about, here's the information, here's, we can, you know, teach a lot of different things and try and give you some help, but, you know, it's your work ethic, you know, it's, it's how much you're going to, how much you're going to put into it and how much work are you going to get after it, that's what you're going to get back. You know, and, uh, uh, I think that there's a lot of people obviously doing a lot of work. It's not just, uh, what Coach Mack and I or, or coaches around here are doing, it's, it's the players that, that put in that effort, and we've had a, we've been fortunate to have a, a lot of people that, that do that, and that's, I think we're hopefully trying to encourage that. But there's been some special ones that uh, just outwork everybody, and it's just they're they're the first ones in there, and they stay after practice, and just the same same adage applies to a lot of different sports. But we've definitely had uh, had a number of those over the years. Well, thanks so much, uh, Mark, for joining us. I really appreciate your time. That was a that was an awesome experience. I hope you have a great summer there, and the Shocker bowling camps are very successful. Look forward to seeing you there as well yeah, this summer. And, uh, we'll have yeah. you. Yeah, should be should be a great time, and we'll have you on again uh, sometime this coming season and get a little update on. I'm sure you'll have some new talent coming in and some new stories and some fresh new perspectives. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for talking. Good to talk to you.